There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hi! Hi! <laughs> Hi, welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watched Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. With me, as always, is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hello, Jim. How Hi, are Kai. You? Hi. Uh, just so everyone knows, this is our first time in the same room together. Yep. Doing a podcast. And that's, uh, for the record, folks, we're not held hostage. We just didn't set up our audio recording properly. Uh, but we're, we're fine. We're safe. Yeah, we're not recording this through a tin can. <laughs> okay, David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like an appropriate... <laughs> yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, uh, well, uh, Ross Weissman. Yeah. Hey, hey, everybody. Ho, 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 and a bottle of rum. Uh, Ross, thank you for uh, coming to uh, the house that you're watching. <laughs> yeah, my, my absolute pleasure. <laughs> yeah, thank you for inviting us as your guest so that we can you could be our guest on the podcast. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> this harkens back to the old days of podcasting where it's like, let's record like an episode of your show and an episode of my show at the same time. Yes, but also... And I, one would always come out way better. <laughs> <laughs> like there was the warm-up episode that was recorded first and then like the second episode where it's like, oh, we're just silly now. I can't remember if... See, I feel like we went really in on Muppets from Space, but then we didn't go in heavy on... Uh, 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 oh, 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 uh, oh, it was uh, Santa Claus 3. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. And we were kind of like, at that point, we are like, fuck this, I don't know, Steve Martin's in this? <laughs> no, is Martin short. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's also like, those are very different movies. Like, Muppets from Space, arguably the most mediocre of the Muppets movies. But you're still like, okay, there's stuff to like. But Santa Claus 3 is so inexplicable and like the world they set up and it's also like 75 minutes and you're like what the fuck is going on it's bad it's just straight up bad like yeah. the have opinions you, of the movie are bad have you ventured into the the disney plus show no. oh no god, i forgot that that no, exists no god no yeah so, i wouldn't i haven't seen it i wouldn't recommend it i don't want to <laughs> you haven't seen it and wouldn't recommend it did they bring back charlie I didn't see it. Okay, good. Um, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> was it Charlie the third one? Yeah, Charlie. Charlie. They brought Charlie. back Charlie. He was like a teenager. or No, it wasn't a teenager. I think it was like a full-grown adult now. Wait, I think yeah, yeah. Charlie. Charlie. The, uh, Tim Allen. He's the one who killed the kid. Or, or killed Santa Claus. He's no, Tim Allen killed uh, Santa Claus. Tim Allen. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah he, I think he's in it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely in the second one because that's when he's a teenager. That actor is available. <laughs> Are you serious? Where? Can I hit him up? Because I think it's as an adult specificity <laughs> very attractive man uh was a big fan yeah yeah do you guys like when you were growing up were you big fans of indiana jones yeah oh, i love it hold on yeah real quick ross is gonna do our podcast no interview us <laughs> yeah, famously i i mean i've been recording my podcast every week for a year now yeah. um <laughs> No, but, like, I was thinking about that during, because my friend is a huge Indiana Jones fan, and, uh, you know, he was so personally uh, upset about the fourth one, so, uh, you know, this franchise means a lot to people, and, like, I I still have not seen Last Crusade, but I think the best one in my opinion. Really? Because it has the most, like, story, because it's about... Him uh, and his father. Oh, and daddy is just one. Yeah, and okay, it's about yeah, yeah. the relationship between him and his father and how uh, how that how they're really uh, not well. Yeah, it's maybe very I'll watch well done. Maybe I'll watch that later. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, that one's a really good one, to be honest. I'm really glad I found that clip for that really silly thing on TikTok that I did where I was just like, we don't need your diary, Dad! <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a really specific thing to yell at your father, and I just never thought you'd have to yell it at your dad before. Chuck Connery was a perfect choice, though, for his dad. Well, because he's based off of uh, James Bond, so they just got James Bond to be his dad. That makes sense. Yeah. He's based off of, like, serials, and then also Steven Spielberg wanted to direct a James Bond movie, but the company that does James Bond was like, no way. Uh, we're not getting an American to direct this. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know what the other, what the real reason was. They probably heard that his mom brought a monkey home one time, and they were like, no. No. <laughs> no. I no, see you watch The Fablemans. <laughs> yeah, Fablemans. I, I saw that in theaters on Christmas Day, and then the next day... <laughs> I tested positive for COVID. <laughs> oh, are you wow. saying that's a correlation? Are you blaming? I mean, that, I mean it, was, it was a thick, uh, sick theater experience. Okay, I didn't watch it in theaters. I watched it at home. Uh, I I go to the movies so much. Yeah, like you said that when we went into the theater. Yeah, I I feel like on it averaged out, I've been going like about once a week, once every other week at least for like your adult life. You mean? Or, like, in, no, or honestly, even in general? just, like, the past few months, just because, like, I've been just excited to see things, and I'm like, you know what? I want to, like, be immersed in it. Um, I did see a movie the other night, and it, uh, not to, you know, not to throw shade at Regal Cinemas, but... That's okay, you can. Uh, it was during, like, a thunderstorm, and you could hear the thunder and rain so clearly. Like... Uh, they didn't soundproof very well. No, I think they like put a pillow in the wall and they're like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> we put asbestos in the wall and that's good enough. <laughs> that actually would be bad because that's what I sleep to. So immediately I would fall asleep. Asbestos. Yeah, I sleep to the sound of <laughs> the sweet, sweet sound of asbestos. But the theater that we went to see yeah. Indiana Jones. We could give AMC promotion. Yeah, yeah. AMC. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it, but that was that was like the main theater that we went to when I was a kid. Um, I called it the Poppy Theater because AMC used to have a mascot that was like a big thing of popcorn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought it was yeah, Big yeah. Poppy from the Red Sox, but keep going. <laughs> I thought it was my dog from my childhood. <laughs> but yeah, so like when I was little, I'd be like, we're going to the Poppies. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. I miss actually being enthused to go to the... I mean, like, I was today. I was excited to go to the movie theaters. But I missed the, the genuine awe that I, like... I remember being excited. I, I still remember to this day, like, the energy of coming out of, to, like, Toy Story. Can like, I, that yeah. first time was like, yeah. holy shit. I want to go back inside. Like, right now, when we left, I was like, oh, I'm so glad we're out of here. I'm tired. Where What, what is reality? Like, <laughs> Can I tell you something? Yeah. I felt that a little bit coming out of the theater when they were playing the original theme song. At yeah. the very end, in the I had a very like small pang of nostalgia. Where I was just like, "Whoa, oh, I'm like in my childhood, like leaving the theater uh, oh, cool. because it's been a long time since I've left the theater and felt like that was good." And uh, I'd, that's like, like every other time adventure. for me. I'm, okay. I'm my Letterboxd account is a mess because I'm like. I just like movies. So I'm having a good time. I I personally do my I keep track through IMDb. And oh, I have noticed that most movies, because they give you like a little chart, are like seven and above. And it's just like, yeah, that's just like movies. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe I should do IMDb because Letterboxd, it's, it's one to five stars. And I don't think that's enough. To give the TV, like the actually specific criticism. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, like, I feel like a two star movie looks bad. But if I rated something like a six or a five, like yeah. that's not necessarily terrible. 
Yeah, like Land Before Time, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've been looking at the stats and I was like, that's just all of them. <laughs> what happens is with when you have a scale from one to ten, you end up doing like a uh, like a grade scale. So like like a seventy would be fail or it would be a uh, a C. Mm-hmm. So that's why like all mine would be sevens because I'm like that was a pretty average movie seven. That's see, I try my best. Like if something feels truly average, I'm like I'm literally going in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you've been going for pretty much every week for the last couple of months, what was the most average film you saw? Ooh, that's a hard... I'm going to look at my IMDb. Yeah, go ahead. I'm curious. Sure, yeah. I have seen a decent amount lately. Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to be, like, inherently negative, so I'm not curious no. necessarily about the three ones that are okay. the worst. I'm curious about maybe, like, two that were good that you actually want to recommend us to go see. Uh, okay. By proxy, anybody listening? You know, you know hey, 20 listeners. <laughs> see, see Blackberry. Okay. The, oh, okay. That, that was really solid. Um... And oh, yes, with uh, uh, the guy, uh, Glenn Howard. Yes. Yeah, okay. I was really curious about that, and I was nervous because everyone's just like, it's going to be Glenn Howard just yelling, and I'm like, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a part where he yells about, like, Canada having, uh, like, where I'm from in Canada, we're vampires. Well... And that's as, like at the very it's so wild as a French Canadian born on Canada Day I feel obligated <laughs> to enjoy this film <laughs> uh, and then the one that I saw at Regal when it was pouring was Theater Camp the Ben Platt movie okay okay. it's it's very mid but then yeah. at the end when like you see the fear performance and it just kind of reminded me of like putting on shows at camp and it just like really got me there, there is something like where once in a while I, there's a movie called Mr. Holland's Opus that I've actually talked about on the podcast mm-hmm. that is, like, it's a pretty, like, schmaltzy average movie, but, like, because it, like, got me personally, I loved it. And I, like, <laughs> 9 out of 10 stars for me, mm-hmm. even though it's just kind of, like, it's kind of just an average movie. I don't remember the last time I defended a film that, like, people, like, I don't care anymore. So, like, I can't remember the last time that, like, I, I don't have a movie that I, I think everybody thinks is bad that I think is great. Actually, I guess yeah. day, I've said daylight, but I'm going to be honest, I don't think that's actually a good movie. Yeah. It's just a movie that I watch repetitiously. So. See, me, I get more incensed, or I don't know if incensed is the right word, but like when I recommend a TV show or something and I'm like, trust me, it is like this whole thing and like, yeah, I, it is fantastic. And then they don't watch it because like, uh, it's like a harder watch. Like I'm talking about um, the leftovers on HBO. Yeah, I got to yeah, do that for a bit. Absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. But like, it's it's hard to describe it, mm-hmm. and you got to be in a space or have a level of curiosity. To be like, let's turn that on. Let's give it a try. Yeah. And people don't want to, and it really frustrates me. I mm-hmm. you recommended it to me. Yeah. And oh. I, I watched the first episode, mm-hmm. and I was like, I love this, and I really want to continue on. But uh, Rachel uh, Dolezal. Was that Dolezal? A completely different, a completely <laughs> yeah. different Rachel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend was like, uh, oh, it's just really not for me. And just didn't, didn't want to continue. And because we live together, it's hard to find time yeah. on my own to watch it. And I it. totally respect that thing. Like when yeah. somebody's like, oh, I didn't like it. And be like, oh, give it a few episodes. If they're not into it, I'll like be like, "Do you mind if I just summarize it for you then?" Because like I just want to talk about it. Yes. Sure, yeah, that's what I, that's you summarized it for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, which I'm a person that like you can summarize things to me, even if I watch it, it's still the same experience to me. Yeah, I've gotten like accidentally spoiled about things, and it doesn't ruin it. Like, sure, part of me is like, "Oh, would I have guessed it before the reveal?" Oh. Uh, or something like that. Like I saw. I uh, don't do that. 
I don't try and guess. So like, well, it's more just like the ca- just the curiosity of being like, okay, what's like, how are they gonna get out of this mess? Or like, yeah. okay, what? It, like, I saw the girl with the dragon tattoo a few weeks ago. Oh hell yeah, I want to see that. It was fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fun, <laughs> <It's> fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a fantastic movie, and I was like, oh, who is that actor? So I looked up the actor, and I was like, oh, that's a that's a big spoiler. That's the end of the movie, I think. Mm. But at the same time, still, like, I was able to watch and be like, okay, I didn't. There was a part that I'm that I didn't see, or like. It is sometimes the journey, not the destination. But sorry, mm-hmm. uh, you were saying. No, I just don't guess what's going to happen in movies. Because I'm just like, yeah, I'll just, I'm just going to let it happen. I'll let the experience wash over me kind of thing. I like to do it if I'm watching a show with someone I like to guess as like a comp- like a competition to like see who's going to be the one that's right. But if it's ever myself, you're right. I kind of don't want to like... I don't. I don't have anybody to beat. I don't have anyone to be right against. Against me. So until my, you know, like. So yeah. The funny thing is, the opposite happens where uh, Rachel loves to guess. She guesses all the time. It's like that. That's her viewing experience. Is being like, oh, this is about to happen, and she very often is right about what's going to happen. Yeah. Granted, she throws out a million guesses. So. <laughs> <laughs> but like she does. Like when it gets closer to the thing, she is able to narrow it down. Uh, mm-hmm. Like we watch *Malignant*, which has is uh, famous for having an insane twist. Like, okay. it's just a bonkers movie, and then all of a sudden at the end, you're like, whoa, wait, what? Like, the last half hour of the movie, it, it goes off the rails. And then, like, five minutes before that happened, Rachel was like, oh, this is about to happen. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. But I don't, I still don't like guessing. So I basically guess through her and just let her take all the mm-hmm. guesses. <laughs> do you, do you like watching a movie or showing a movie to somebody that you've seen but they haven't? And then, like, being their like, almost guide we through it. made yeah. people watch being john malkovich three times so yes <laughs> great yeah <laughs> it happened um i watched barbarian and okay. then afterwards i texted my fiance like you would love this movie like you're gonna enjoy this and then i came home and he was like 15 minutes into it so i'm like oh I, i'll watch it again yeah and it was great. Like he, he was like, "Is there going to be a jump scare?" And I'm like, "Kind of. Like you'll be fine." And like it, that is kind of fun to like. I've shown people Knives Out, and I'm all, like, I love okay. that movie so much. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I haven't really been showing anybody anything, but uh, I have been being told. I've been having stuff spoiled for me. Like I know a major spoiler for Ted Lasso, and that kind of bumps me out because like I'm. He eats a, a soccer ball. Uh, yeah, and it's kind of absurd the way he like, unhinges his jaw uh, exactly like you know, in the Roy, it, Some it, people it, like to play football. <laughs> I like to eat it. No, I haven't watched a single episode, but that's one of the shows that I'm getting spoiled a fair amount. I like it when my mom. To be honest, it's not a spoiler. No, I know it's it, it's, it's, fine. it's not a spoiler show. You you watch spoiler. It. The the men learn about themselves and get a little cunt nicer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> they all have healthy masculinity. Like, I, I appreciate the fact that my mom is spoiling shows that I'll never watch. So it's all like kind of like read like old TV shows with uh, I don't even know the names of. It's usually just the name of a person from like the seventies <laughs> and eighties that just came back because we're rebooting a bunch of stuff. And she's like, "You got it. Oh, well, you didn't know the the series finale last time. Mm-hmm. Let me just give it to you in case you try to pick up this show for the reboot." And it's like, "It's not gonna happen, Mom. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna, you know, watch the Connors." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love them, but they. This is how I know my parents are trying. They were like, "You gotta let's watch the Connors together." And I was like, "Oh, this is a trans kid. I get it." <laughs> oh. <laughs> which is yeah. kind of it's sweet. Funny I, enough, I when it, you watch yeah. the Connors, that's like the point. Is they're like. 
I don't understand it, but I'm trying for no, God's sake. No, I, I did watch that episode, and John Goodman has a whole thing where he's like literally like, look, I don't understand it, but I respect it, which, no joke, uh, is the thing my dad legitimately said to me when I talked about my gender identity. Oh, yeah. So I thought that, honestly, having a show... got it from John Goodman. He's, I mean, he very well could have, but I think that was a very, like... There's certain... There's certain stuff that I know it's just not for me. Like, it's not supposed... Like, I don't... It's not a coddling message of the thing. I don't need, like, a like a simple version of it. Oh, but that was, like, yeah. the simple version to kind of be like, oh, well, if John Goodman can do it. <laughs> that does have a feeling of, like, why John Goodman would be in that show despite Roseanne being a monster of a person. Yeah. Because uh, John Goodman actually seems like he's actually a good man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Okay. Like, actually, you know what? I, I have a secondhand John Goodman story. Okay. okay. A yeah. friend of mine was a PA or did costume work on The Righteous Gemstones, the HBO show that he's on. I'm fucking yeah. loving it. I'm so in. I'm, it's a great show. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, and it was like pouring rain and like John Goodman like held open the door to like the van so like like the the like the PA level people mm-hmm. got in and out of the rain. Sure, yeah. Like that that. That's um, I mean, that's really great. Uh, they always I mean, when you hear about the big stars treating the crew members mm-hmm. very well, I'm I'm very much like Yep. That's a good person. Yep. Like they're 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 treating people like people. Mm-hmm. I have a theory that maybe uh, the good actors, folks that are kind, let's say, let's say uh, kind, it's good is very interesting. We're all fluctuating existences. Sure. Maybe John Goodman told someone to go fuck off this morning. I don't know. But maybe. If John Goodman <laughs> told me to fuck off, I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'd be super, super pumped. Oh, that happened to a friend of mine who got told to fuck off, essentially, by Henry Rollins. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like walking on a. Uh, I think I've told this on the podcast too, but he was like walking on one of those like moving walkways. Yeah, and he was just standing there on the right side, <laughs> and Henry Rollins came up behind him and like tapped him on the shoulder, and he turned around. And he was like, "Oh my god, Henry Rollins!" Like I'm a huge fan because he's a big punk guy. Yeah. And Henry Rollins got like real close to his face and went, "You gotta walk like you got a purpose in life," and then just went around <laughs> there. And he was like, "Oh my god, Henry Rollins yelled at me." <laughs> Hold on to the thought, my theory, because I'm going to say that in a minute, but also Cameron Esposito, for the longest time, I told the story about her bumping into me and yelling at me, right? And I used to be like, fucking Cameron Esposito, how dare she? Because she was like, watch it! And it was like a weird, startling moment, but then I realized, I was like, no, I totally bumped into it. I, that was just me. I'm like, <laughs> like I, I told her the longest time, I was like, Cameron Diaz is me, and I was like, no, I, I literally, like, plowed, and it was like, boom! Uh, I almost I almost took down Cameron Diaz. Um, I can get arrested Wait, for that. Cameron Diaz or Cameron Esposito? Did I can't say Cameron Esposito? You said Cameron Can I get Esposito. a celebrity that's neither one of them? <laughs> Cameron Crowe. <laughs> that's who I saw on the street and bumped into. Wait, so who was it? It was, it was, it was Cameron Diaz. It was Cameron Diaz, yeah, sorry. I was like, I've heard this story and I remember it not being no, Cameron Esposito. No, sorry. I honestly, the new Cameron for me, my, actually, if I had to be honest with you, my favorite Cameron is probably Cameron Esposito. That's probably what's fresh in my mm. mind. No, but my theory is, is that um, if you see a lot of actors playing like bad people if you're not afraid to play like a really bad character like uh you know uh brian cranston playing yeah you know, a really terrible character you like you i don't know like if you're really like in your life or regularly like an actual bad person then probably don't want to be associating yourself with actual villains for characters is that the rock well, well yeah well actually though because uh the the there's like a wrestler role where all of the heels in wrestling are all super nice guys they're all really nice mm. people that really cool to be around and then all the good guys are all assholes. So like Who the whole the heels. Uh, uh, John Cena was a heel, oh. so he was a bad guy in wrestling. Okay, and he turned out to be the nicest guy in the world. Uh, and then famously, the other one would be Andre the Giant. Mm. 
What about, what was Dave Batista? He would have been like, I think he was a heel. Uh, he also, he's it, kind of past my time of wrestling. It's also he's very interesting as an actor because like he, and I feel like there, there are always articles about this where it's like, he really wants to try new roles and like be challenged and like he seeks out directors like, I mean, he's so good in Knock at the Cabin, the new Shyamalan movie. Oh, really? Because he's, like, uncomfortable. He's, like, nervous and not confident. And just, like, being kind of a creepy, like, looming character like that, like, that's tough. And, you know, um, The Rock is like, ha-ha! Yeah. I, I would love to see what it looks like when The Rock doesn't have lines, uh, because like I, I, what you're describing, it sounds like a character who's making more, doing more acting with just their physicality and their body. Well, he makes yeah. fun yeah. of uh, he makes fun of Ludacris for having a big forehead. Oh, I do remember that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, uh, I don't know. What was I thinking about? I've been thinking about someone was talking to me about like certain movies where they literally cut lines because they can do it better without it. Uh, like the scene oh, that's what it was. Uh, fucking Gandalf when he smoked that pipe. Um, in that Hobbit film. Were we mm-hmm. talking about this? Literally, was it just us? No, uh, I was not. No, okay, so uh, it was, uh, it, and I think one of the, the Hobbit trilogy ones, it was after the battle, he just sits down next to him and he smokes a pipe, and there was all this dialogue, and uh, Sir Ian McKellen was just like, why don't I just smoke a pipe? Say nothing. I mean, that comes a lot from him being a like, classically trained actor, mm-hmm. and knowing, like, in this scene, a silence would be better, and because mm-hmm. he, he knows how to speak uh, uh, not verbally. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually, and I just realized it's literally an article. It wasn't a person. It was literally talking about Brian Cranston. It was, there was a <laughs> shit, it was a shit ton in Breaking Bad that they, they just cut a bunch of dialogue because they were just like, he said it all with his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, everyone says Brian Cranston, though, is super nice and also insanely professional. Yeah. Uh, and like, uh, uh, what's his name? Vince Gilligan was like, yeah, you could like, you could be like, hey, in this next episode, you're going to have to pogo stick. And then he'd spend like a week becoming the greatest pogo sticker to ever live. <laughs> Okay, real quick question for you. Yeah. What the fuck is your relationship with Indiana Jones? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I kind of talked about it. I never saw Last Crusade. I've seen all of them except Last Crusade. Um, yeah, we weird, had... Weird one to skip. We had, well, we had, like, the three VHS set growing up. And, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark is so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And it has all the classics. Yeah, and then... Uh, Temple of Doom is fine. I, like, I think I didn't like it as much because it was, it was kind of, like, just gross. It's silly and it's, uh, it is, like, very 80s. And, and I mean that Culturally insensitive as fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, you could kind of argue, because during this movie I was like, Okay, they're in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And, like every, there are no like obviously there are no American artifacts. This isn't like a Mormon movie. But, like, <laughs> um, oh, look, it's Jesus's jeans. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like I I liked Indiana Jones. Like he's cool, definitely. In terms of Harrison Ford stuff, like way more big on Indiana Jones than Han Solo. Oh, big time! Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also had like. A few tapes with like young Indiana Jones, but I truly could not tell you what those were. It's a TV show. Yeah. yeah, I just like I don't remember watching them, and if I did, like it was just I'm bored. I I had the same experience of watching Young Indiana Jones, where I can't tell you what happened to that show, but mm-hmm. I do remember watching it a bunch as a kid. They show him like learning how to use the whip and shit. No, it's it's just it's literally <laughs> just a young person playing Indiana Jones doing adventures. 
Yeah, and actually watching this, it kind of brought up for me, I don't know how many examples we can name at this table right now, but like this trend of, oh, we didn't like the last movie in this series, so we're going to do like a little bit of a reboot, but more just like let the characters end on their own now. Like this did that, that's kind of like what the third season of Picard was, where it's like um, Star Trek Nemesis was like a a Star Trek movie, and the director didn't really know Star Trek. The script was weird. Mm-hmm. And so this it was like a Sigmataro reboot stuff? Oh, uh, no, no, oh, no, 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 sorry. Completely different thing. Got it. I, no, I, no, I don't follow Star Trek. Is the Sigmataro one the uh, That's Star the Trek cartoon? Discovery. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, there, there's many Star Treks out gotcha. there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sure are. But, like, the, those are the two examples that come to mind right now where it's like, yeah, it's mining for nostalgia, but almost like trying to rewrite early 2000s, like, cash grabs. Sure. You yeah. know? Like, I mean, Toy Story 4 isn't really an example of it, but, like, Toy Story 3 stuck the landing, but then Toy Story 4 brought it back, but then stuck the landing again. Yeah. So and now it's enough, like, yeah, what do you do now? Or, like, every, <laughs> every finale of Futurama. <laughs> I was going to say, it's coming back again. Yeah, all nine of them or oh, whatever. That's right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But yeah, I I totally hear what you're saying. I can't think of an, another one because the only one I'm thinking of right now is Star Wars, but that's a bad example. Oh, no, actually, it kind of is a good example because they're uh, almost rewriting over the prequels with the sequel series. It's just they drop, they drop the ball on mm-hmm. that one again. Wasn't that also kind of like what Andor... No, Andor is a pre... I haven't seen Andor, but it's like I a prequel to A New Hope and Rogue One. Okay. But, like, you know, like, they're the weird in-universe building stuff where it's like, we're just gonna, like, these actors are dying. <laughs> like, yeah. let's, let's let them um, do it. Or, you know what? Fucking, we saw a trailer for uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You think they're gonna, like, have... Well, I haven't watched any of the new ones, but I'm kind of curious if they're maybe gonna give, like, new characters we'll get rid of Tom Cruise, which is a pretty horrible, like, hard thing to do to, like, keep that going. But I was even thinking, even in this, I was like, okay, I don't know who Wombat character really is that well, but I'm like, are we just getting rid of I Indiana did Jones? Like her a lot. You did or did not? I liked her a lot. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, okay, right. cool. Like, well, they were giving her so many parallels to Indiana Jones, and I'm just like, is this just gonna be, well, here's, are you gonna do a show? Like, what's happening here? Here's a quote from uh, Harrison Ford. So, there were because I, I was trying to remember, because years ago, I don't know if you two remember that, like, Chris Pratt, like, auditioned for and maybe was going to be the next Indian. No. Jones. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I remember this. Um, and so, like, Stand yeah, and then the, the studios, like, nah, Harrison Ford is going to do it. It was also, like, at a time that Chris Pratt, was, like, the public opinion was changing on him. And so he was like, yeah, I went out for, uh, or it's, like, it got rumored that he uh, went out for Indiana Jones. Everyone was like, oh, boo, boo that, uh, we don't like him anymore. Also, like, we can just make a new Indiana Jones where it's just like, oh, just a, a heralding, uh, like, pulp movie. Yeah, and we, we could just get a new, we could make a new character. Yeah, yeah exactly. Same but anyway, universe. Harrison Ford said, when I'm gone, he's gone. It's easy. Yeah. Okay. And he, said, he said this movie, like, he's not playing the character anymore. He's uh, going to be pissed Steven Spielberg happens. said the same thing. Okay. He was like, we're, we're not killing him off, but we're also not replacing him. Okay. Yeah, well, I saw it on the Wikipedia for Dial of Destiny that in the 70s, when they were making, when they were doing pre-production on the first one, that apparently the contract was for five movies. Okay. Oh, and, wow. like, the, the gestation period for Crystal Skull was so long, I don't know exactly why. And then Harrison Ford was like... Yeah, I'll make the fifth one if we don't wait as long. <laughs> okay. He's, yeah. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. 
No, I was just gonna. I was completely transitioned that. Um, oh, was tri- it as long? I'm gonna look that up. Well, it was not as long. You talk. Uh, what? What? Last Crusade was early '90s. We had Shia. Uh, last Crusade, I think we were right early '90s, and, and then, then I think '89. '89, like, and then Crystal Skull was, I think, 2008 or something. That's a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I got it right on the. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So Old enough to have a kid. That's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Yeah. Who died? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that, that was a, that was a thing. Yeah, well, it was very funny. Like on the TV or something, when yeah. he's, they're like, and his son died. <laughs> like, if that's all they mention of Mutt, that is very funny. Yeah, and it was. And it was. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, he, later he was like, "Yeah, my kid died." If I was going to go back in time, oh, I don't. You went to the bathroom. You went to the bathroom the exact time oh, that we got this information. Oh, yeah. no, I was no, like, I don't remember no, anything at all. You're going to say, and then that's why. Yeah. Then at the end, when Marion is like, "Hey, I'm back," kiss my elbow. <laughs> um, spoiler. Yeah, yeah, no, this is a spoiler. <laughs> Episode. Indiana, I'll write it in the beginning. Indiana Jones yeah. kisses Marion's elbow. Yeah. But okay. no, the only uh, thing that truly that. did not work for me about this movie was the de-aging. The de-aging just yeah. did not look right. Yeah, we were complaining about it on the way. I said, don't talk about the movie, but I also left you by yourself when you drove back from the theater. So we were that was like the one thing we kind of touched on was that it was just kind of difficult to look yeah, at. And I was like, please don't have this be the whole thing. And it was also like, I, yeah. it was just like a little too cold in the theater. So like I was getting a little sleepy just mm. from that. But I think overall that was... Really, the only problem I had with it—that's like, all I have to. It just, yeah. it just kept moving. Yeah. Um. It, it it's Indiana Jones. It like it did a very good job of being like, and then this happened, and then like this fun thing happens, and this fun thing happens, and this fun thing happens. Right. But you're right. The opening, I we got like, we were when they were like standing on the train in the opening. I was like, when is this gonna go to the future? Like, when mm. are we gonna go to the '60s? I'm I'm getting a little tired of this moment right now. It was like 25 minutes. I feel like yeah. I feel like it, that whole part was like pretty long. But it was yeah, it was long. I it was cool. No, I wasn't upset um, about it, but it was just literally the CGI. Making I wonder. Me <laughs> I wonder if it, was that Harrison Ford doing all the stunts, or like if they're de aging, like they de aged him, but like at a certain point, if they already have that tech and they like mapped his face, like just probably did they throw just it on slap the somebody else. I I would assume so. Although I did notice at the very last. Uh, <laughs> uh, during the very last shot of that section, when he's walking away, he was like hunched over, and I was like, "That's an eighty-year-old man hunching <laughs> yeah. right now, yeah. not not the young, spry thirty-year-old that they put in his place." It was the it was the it was the leaping on the train that was making me laugh. I think you oh. caught me laughing at one point. I was just giggling at the fact that it just looks so stupid. Like yeah. the in between the each car, uh, like CGI person that clearly wasn't a real person. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, we'll wait a sec. Yeah, I'll pause for a commercial. Hello and welcome to the commercial break. I'm the other host, Kai Bobby, and with me today is an advertisement for the podcast uh, that is hosted by your guest today, Ross Wiseman. We've been guests on that podcast. Many of our past guests have actually been guests on that podcast. We've promoted this podcast many times, and if you haven't checked it out, I don't know what's wrong with you. You don't trust me? I thought we were friends. Okay, yeah, sorry, that got really negative really fast. Let's get out of here. Uh, this is the ad. Childhood, remember that? You could walk down the street, you could get an ice cream cone, you could go to school, you could do homework for five hours, and then lament about the fact that you're wasting your youth. Hi, I'm Ross, I'm the host of Kid Flicks. It's the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. We've covered more than 150 different movies, including all four of the Shrek movies, including Shrek 2, which we reviewed in two different episodes. 
definitely give us a listeny listeny and subscribe wherever you get podcasts unless you get podcasts from that creepy guy down the street don't let him open his trench coat there's no podcasts in there but seriously give us a listen won't you kid flicks it's a podcast all right and that's a commercial for kid flicks <laughs> <laughs> It's very appropriate. What good show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if they recognize the voice from the commercial. Um, I lost my train of thought. I'm just happy. Uh, it was about the train. train. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was like the, oh. the CGI DH didn't work. Like it looked goof. Like it, it did look like a, um, what's it called? A video game cutscene. Yeah. And it's funny because seeing movies from like 15 years ago and being like oh that effect really doesn't work as well anymore like the the Winklevoss twins in yeah. Social Network I'm like oh I can kind of see the seams now hmm. but you think we're in a time where like we see the cutting edge stuff but it just like didn't I do you think you would have preferred either they just kind of do makeup and just like let him do it and we suspend disbelief or like I, just getting another act because he sounded old too. He was like, uh, "I'm in my 30s Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that was immediately first thing I thought. I was like, "Yeah, that's like the young head of uh, Indiana Jones superimposed over another person's body, being voiced by the current Harrison." Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, yeah. it was very. It, it's very jarring. Plus the fact that like it does look like a. Like a, a video game cutscene, they're like the yell when he yells with his mouth. His mouth doesn't quite open enough. There's also like, oh, yeah, that's like, great. Uh, it's almost like their head doesn't stop moving. It kind of has like a little bit of like a of a wobble and like uh, yeah, like it, like when when a a computer is doing like motion tracking mm-hmm. and you're like okay, like you it, you you don't have to look on the most minute things, you know, like it's, yeah. Yeah, no one goes around that much. Like, the lighting will be a little off. Like, there was, like, one part where he would, like, the Indiana Jones was well lit, but then uh, Dobby, I forget what his real name is, <laughs> uh, Toby Jones, I think. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, oh, he shit. wasn't as well lit. <laughs> what a thing to catch. <laughs> and I was like, I yeah, I was like, oh, this is kind of, this is weird, because, like, Indiana Jones' face is perfectly lit, and then the other person looks like he's realistically lit. Which is funny because, like, if they they definitely would have captured lighting information on set to inform yeah. the CGI, and like, if anything, the less light on the face, the better it looks. Like that's just always yeah. how any special well, effects work. That's why the train was all at night and in the dark. So that they could yeah. hide all the scenes. Oh my the god! Yeah. The part that where any time when the when they had to like go under the tunnel and they're just like clinging to it. Yeah, and the villain is like scraping Indiana Jones. Like that's mm. how I know this mm. was a great time because, like, when the violence was so cartoonish and I just started laughing. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, my god! There's that's a certain level that you have to do that because I, I actually appreciated the level of like. I like having that moment like, ooh, cringe. Like, it's supposed to hurt a little bit, but it's just the right... Well, no, I, okay. Yeah. I did review The Mummy recently, and it's stuck in my brain. But the similar level of kind of campiness in terms of the like the fighting action scenes just feels a little bit like, oh, that door definitely fucking hurt. Or like, oh my god, actually, a couple of them were grilled. The spear that went through that person, oh. that one got me. Like, they did do a oh, little... Yeah. They did some gory shit that was I a little Final Destination level, and I was like, oh, 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 oh
I think they're driving through wherever the fuck they were. Which which vehicle were they on? Were they on a horse? Well, were they on like, a sidecar? There's like a, a truck. There's like a truck that has like a bunch of like wooden dowels, and it just like yes, slams yes. the guy. Yes, that remind you of Final Destination. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my oh, oh, yeah. Because yeah, I, I thought the exact same, and I could hear both of you thinking <laughs> yeah. that because uh, he hits it, and it was a miniature yeah. uh, Final Destination. I heard you both go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could hear you both making that joke. Wilhelm scream like so early on. What's that? That's, um, I'll pull up a clip of it. You know it if you hear it. It's like a stock scream that has been in so many movies. And we just tossed it in there? Specifically George Lucas movies. Is it like kind of just like a fun inside joke kind of situation? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Whatever. People start their, you know, SoundCloud songs with the exact same thing over and over again. Okay, here's here's what I think it sounds like. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody being thrown over something and landing... Never. <laughs> so, they had it twice in the movie, and the first one, I I, re- I recognized they slowed it down a little bit to mm. hide the fact that they were using it. Gotcha. Oh, I thought they were emphasizing it, because they're like, this is, like, we're doing this movie, it's kind of an homage. I also noticed that they, like, <laughs> yeah, too. that they, like, sped up the footage at certain parts to, like, make it a little bit, either land harder or cartoonish a bit more. Yeah. Uh, like it kind of reminded me of like a Buster Keaton movie. Like it was like yeah. it was like a two second clip, but still it was like woo. Yeah, <laughs> it brought back some of the same. And forgive me if this is the Indiana Jones movie you didn't see, but it brought back some of the vibe of when he jumped from a horse to a tank. That is the that is Last Crusade. Unfortunately, you got to see it so you can yeah, witness okay, this. I'm, like, Which, I'm in. Also, a fun thing uh, about that when you watch it, uh, at one point it just looks. Uh, I found out that when they shot that. He was so frustrated with his hat falling off trying to do the stunt that he actually ended up just stapling his hat to his head in real life in order to get through that scene. Stapling? Yeah, because his hat just over and over again, the hat kept coming off during the... I feel like there's anything else he could do. (laughs) I know! (laughs) I remember, that's that's a joke they did on... They did for, like, the the behind-the-scenes footage where he was like, I can't get this to work! And then he got, like, a stapler and was like, now it'll work. Yeah, totally fine. Yeah, he's like, I saw it on Home Alone, which hadn't come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Two more years. Yeah, staples don't hurt that bad. It's totally fine. It's not that big of a deal. I am, um, I actually, uh, I will say, I was glad to, uh, I'm glad that we all liked it. Like, because yeah. I was worried that we weren't. And, I, yeah. I was, because when, when Jim, when you got up to go to the bathroom, I was like, does Jim, like, need a break? Because, like, because. Just really had to pay. Yeah, because, like, you, yeah, you had, like, your phone in your pocket. And, like, I saw the light that you had gotten in text, and I was like, oh. Because I, like, went to the movies once with a friend, and, like, they were not vibing with the movie at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, are you... Was it Miami sure? Vice? Yeah. It's the last movie I walked out of, sorry. No, we, all, we all loved it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But that that is good, because I can never tell. Because I, when I get into a movie, I'm like, I'm just watching it. I'm having a good time. And I think it's also, like... The weird positions of being in those AMC recliner chairs. Like, we're all like lying. <laughs> I went down. way too far back. <laughs> I was in it. <laughs> yeah, I was ready. I was ready to take a nap. And well, that's how actually I know it's a good movie is because I was actually fighting my body. I was like, no, yes, you want to stay here. You want to not miss a single thing. Matter of fact, actually, when you left, I was tempted to like, okay, I'll leave. Like, because you're in between us, so I was tempted to like go out around. So I was trying to go tell Jim what's happening. I love having an intrusive brain. Like, I, I was like, he's I, gotta know. What did he I was always leaving Doran a part of, like, important information that was, like, character information, but I knew I wasn't leaving Doran a plot part, so I was like, yeah. I'll, I'll ask later what happened that scene, because I'm sure it's like, whatever. I was just like, I really have to go to the bathroom right now, and what you probably would have seen 
was me fiddling with the chair to get the to get the uh, recliner to stop reclining. Mm. Yeah, never it figured it it's out. a weird. They, they have like uh, like touch pads yeah, instead yeah. of the one that I go to in Center City, Philadelphia has like physical buttons. Yeah, it feels like you're putting that in a window, which is what you want. Yeah, yeah. and also <laughs> like I can understand, I can do it in the dark. Like this yeah. one, I I could. Kai, you yeah, can probably I was, see. I was frustrated. I was, I was tapping it so much because I, I was just trying like just a little bit, just go up a little bit. Oh, it was too hard. When you were telling me that it did that, when I said like, oh, I want where's the recliner? I was being facetious. I didn't think they actually existed. And then you showed me that pad. I was like, yeah, that's just bullshit. I thought it was literally just a piece of plastic on the end of it, and that you were just fucking with me. <laughs> and then I. <laughs> Classic with the, with the picture what? of the recliner. Wait, wait, but then I keep pushing it and it still wasn't doing anything. So I was like, what is this? What reality yeah, am I living in? It was, it yeah, was real fucked up technology. No, it worked. It's totally fine. I was happy that I had it. Well, it didn't really work because I couldn't figure it out in the middle of the movie. And I, I even before it was like the eels were happening. Um, and that was a moment I was like, okay, it's just eels. I'll figure it out when yeah. I get back. <laughs> and, I, and I was about to leave, but I was just fiddling around so much that it, I had to wait until there was a scene where I was like, okay, now it's probably good. Well, and I made sure I rushed in and out to get back in. It was yeah. impressive how quick it was. I was like, whoa. That's why I didn't think you went to the bathroom. That's why I thought you like needed a breather. No, the bathroom was right next to the door. That, yeah. And I just peed, so it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like it took a long you time. You can admit that you took a poop on the podcast. It's no, like, I didn't poop. I, well, it, it, I, it didn't take a long time. <laughs> no, you could be a I'm not a fast poop. I'm <laughs> <a> fast poop. <laughs> I like to talk to the people in the, the stalls next to me, obviously, get to know everybody, yeah, make sure yeah. we're all settled in. Did you see what, like, the what the weird dispensers in the bathroom were? Because, like, they always have, like, like condoms and tampons. <laughs> no, what did I'm I miss? Yeah, what else no. do they have? I'm going to be honest. I was focused so much on trying to get back to the yeah, theater. I wasn't paying attention to anything. I was just like, <laughs> bathroom, bathroom. <laughs> wash hands, just like, back. I got Tic Tacs in the bathroom? Sweet. Let me get some of these. I do like those weird things. I'm like, who... Who's getting like, Tylenol in the bathroom? Gorilla pills? <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I want to pull the part uh, that you walked away from and also just do the thing that I always have to do after movies, which is I need people to explain the ending. So okay. um, the so his name is Indiana Jones. That's the part that you keep saying, and I'm still not 100% sold that that's not He's the twist. He's named after the dog. Yeah, okay, okay. Why is okay. he just from the one you haven't oh. seen? Oh, yeah, you're right. He is named after a dog. Yeah, you'll find it. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. And he's Wait, actually his own grandpa. It's, the, it's not a <laughs> For a long time, that was the last line in all the movies. Which was he was named after the dog. <laughs> that's how the that's how Last Crusade kind of ends. Okay, I think the, I'm gonna watch Last Crusade tonight. No, you should. You absolutely should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm proud of myself for actually watching the movie before we recorded the episode. That's good. Do that. I have done the after episode. Let me watch the film we were supposed to. I was supposed to beforehand. <laughs> Uh, and I did enjoy it. It was the uh, the Muppets Treasure Island episode. I love that I've done at least one episode without watching the film. I've only uh, done one too, and it oh. was um, Jumanji because I was like, I've seen it. I know yeah, it. no, that's fine. yeah, that's the that's a nice when that happens. You're like, I know this. Movie. Well, actually, I wait, know well enough. that actually brings us full circle. Actually, so this is uh, so the first time I ever recorded a podcast. Period was with you, and it was on Jumanji, which was great because it was with all of uh, Jim's thoughts. Because we watched all of the Jumanjis together to prep for me to go onto the podcast, and then it literally brought every single one of his opinions. I love it. We're all recording again oh for the God. first time in real life to come I back. Did not yeah, that. and it was yeah. I love that film. That was another one that I really didn't really pay attention to while I watched it too much because it's mm. like you know this shit. It's in the back of your heart. Everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wait. Hold on. So I need you to explain this yes. to me. Yes. Okay. Oh, so right. end of the movie. The part that you left uh, was really just the ask the age old question we all get like, what would you do um, if you got a time machine? Which of course we'll go back to, and I know you are going to say we're going to kill Hitler, but there's way cooler shit that we could do probably beforehand to make Hitler not even exist. By the way. 
I love that the Nazis' plan was to go back and kill Hitler so he could replace Hitler as an even worse I know. Hitler. What that, a thing. That was yeah. a very wacky That plan. was a weird was choice. Like, yeah. I love that. I love this is what the bad guy wants to do. That, I loved it, though. That was such, that's such a good choice. To make yeah. that be the case, I want to yeah. be the new Hitler. I want to get a cooler jacket. Yeah, no. I want to be an even more successful Hitler. I was like, that was like, what were wow. his mistakes? <laughs> so, so if that's the deal, he's being asked that, that question that I'm sure plenty, you know, everyone has been asked and, and thought about and uh, he did a heartfelt like I would have like what uh, what is it you would have stopped his son from winning the war and it's like I, you know how would you have done that he's like I would have you know I would have told him he was going to die That's... I would have told him that he would have had a grieving mother I would have told him that his you know uh, that it would have been a, what broke apart you know their marriage and yeah. all that fun stuff that so, makes sense why when I read online that he died in Vietnam I was like oh I must have missed that in the yeah. news report because all I heard in the news report was uh who just lost his son. And I was he like, died. Yeah. It's, is it weird also just being like, and Shia LaBeouf died? Like, that's just what was in the back of my mind. It was just... Yeah. They killed off Shia LaBeouf? Like, they, not even the character, just or, or like flat out the actor. And still, that's who his son is to my brain. <laughs> I was Which, reading about how Shia LaBeouf regrets being in the last one because he was like, I felt like a... He was like, uh, I feel like I was too arrogant. He was like, he, his idea when he went into it was like, I'm going to be the new Indiana Jones. Yeah. I'm going to be the um, one that's saving the series. And he ended, it ended up being uh, a plot. I mean, hey, I've been listening to uh, that. He feels personally responsible for that. That even Stevens podcast a little bit. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, my phone just apparently knows I want to listen to it. You, you, you watch it enough, or you stay on something long enough, and it, it yeah. tells you that you need to learn more. So I'm listening to all of them, like the guy who played Beans and, uh, you know, the, played the sister and the brother and everything. And just hearing, like, like she did a, uh, well, I don't know what, uh, is it Christy something? Christy Romano. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, Christy, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Got Christy it. Romano did like a, a thing because she there's a third been asked too. a bunch of times. She's like, so were you and Shia like best friends? And she kind of just did like a like she went on like a walk uh, with like a what do you call them sticks that you can yeah selfie sticks. selfie sticks and she just kind of like talked through it, but basically just talked about that you know I mean he made a movie about it but basically like. No, they were like, there's no that much attachment. A lot of them towards the end, they were all just doing their scenes at like different times. But like, yeah, she pretty much described, um, wait, Shia LaBeouf made a movie about that. Shia LaBeouf did Honey Boy, which was, I, I think it was, oh, yeah, it was supposed to kind of play off of his own upbringing. Oh, right. Which is really? a little bit toxic. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I gotta look, I don't want to speak like whether or not I'm incorrect or about, I don't really know. I don't want to get you know, wrong about Shia LaBeouf's life, but yeah. basically she was very honest about like he was just kind of distant and pretty arrogant. Like that's kind of where he was at. He was probably pushing to be confident. Cause like, you know, your life's fucked. You got to believe in something. And you yeah. got to honestly, to be that level of successful that he got to, you got to be kind of a little bit insane, right? You got to be like, you need to like, let yourself believe in yourself to a level of insanity for sure. And folks, don't worry. I'm allowed to say that I'm disabled and insane. So I'm <laughs> I can use the word crazy. Yeah. And then there's also like a fact that like child stars get tortured. Yes. So like, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. All the child stars all kind of have like a, I, a lot of them will be like, well, I didn't like this person, but like, that's because they were going through mm-hmm. a, basically what I was going through and we, we both internalized it in different ways. That's what I appreciate. She actually You're openly. You're literally yeah. wearing a Britney Spears shirt. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have broken yeah. people from uh, their adolescence. No, uh, I, yeah, I appreciate she even ri- kind of touched on her own stuff. She's like, I also, like, I, it, we forget that like the actors are, they're literally all little fucked up kids yeah, doing a show. the same show together like yeah. on an individual level it's not like they're going to like a, a circle around and be like hi I'm Beans um, on the show I'd like to talk about how my week's going <laughs> kicking screaming right 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 uh, hi I'm Phil from the future like I, actually that's sad his also not good um, <laughs> yeah. I had read uh, Jeanette McCurdy's book 
Who's that? Uh, she was Sam on... Sam from iCarly. Sam. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So she was also on a show with Ariana Grande, Ooh. and that show was on while Ariana Grande was making, like... She was in her, like, rise. Yeah. Rising period. So she was becoming insanely successful, while Jadeva Curdy was, like, not... Was She was starting to, like, die down a little bit. Yeah, they're writing a book. That's how that works, isn't it? Yeah. But, like, <laughs> she talked about how, at the time, she hated Ariana Grande. Mm. Because she was, like... Everything she was doing was exactly right. And everything was just working out for her. And she, the the thing that she said she like snapped with was that she went and played like Scrabble at Tom Hanks's house. And she was like, I should be playing Scrabble at Tom well, Hanks's house. Well, and wasn't also part of it that like Ouch. Ariana Grande was getting like permission and like was allowed to be like, oh, you can like go do this concert yep. and you can do this movie. And Jeanette McCurdy was basically told no. Yeah. That was also a big part of it. And like she, in the book, says, like, I recognize Ariana Grande was going through exactly what I was going through. Mm. We were both going through the same thing. It's just that the machine pushed her towards success yep. while they pushed Jeanette McCurdy toward failure. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just, like, she's like, it's not my fault. We had the same level of talent. It just didn't work out for me and it worked out for her. Because that's how Nickelodeon wanted it to go. What about the fragility on that and either whether you get the success or whether you're not, you just realize how much you're literally just kind of like a vessel for whatever the fuck sells. Probably is going to break you in half a little bit. Oh, big yeah. theme of the book. Yeah. Real big theme of the book yeah. is about how right. it's like the, it makes choices for children that children should be not, should not be so, the yeah. subject of those choices. Basically, Hollywood is a big beauty pageant and or like Hollywood's the beauty pageant mom and literally all the child actors have just like been fucked over. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I could have been a child actor. I have no soul and I'm broken already. So I should have just done that anyways. That would have been great. Yeah. No, I actually, I did watch those shows so much that I wanted to be a Disney kid. Like, when I was a kid, I... I, oh, I wanted I mean, to be we're, all that well, so bad. I know oh, I'm at yeah. a table with three comedians, but I also still am like, oh, yeah, I still want to act, and, like, I want to do that. And, like, when I was younger, I was like, well, why can't I? I was one of the few friends that was, like, openly like, I want to be an actor. I want to be on these shows and stuff like that. But, like, all my friends were like, no, that's crazy. And I'm like, you talk about it's crazy. People literally are doing it in front of us. Like, <laughs> I... There was, a girl, <laughs> there was a girl in my class whose mom... Uh, like worked with Bam Margera, sure. Who seemed like a distant, per- like seemed like a distant TV person for me. But like he lives an hour from where we are. Right exactly. Now. <laughs> oh, See, that's crazy. She, yeah, I forget about that. Uh, she, uh, I guess I could say this. She planned her wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh. She planned his wedding, and like, uh, so she. The thing I remember was she was on the show that uh the Bam's Unholy Union. Oh, about sure. his wedding. She would she would show up once in a while, and I'd be like, oh that. That's that girl's mom. This is like, this could happen. For, this could happen in my lifetime yeah. because she could. Uh, that girl would be on like commercials once in a while, and like it, it existed in my world. But I still was like, no, that's that girl's thing. And it's also, I think, like once you start to think about any actual ideating on that, you realize how how much you have to just give up and not be a person, really. Like, yeah. yeah. I uh, like when I was graduating college, I applied for all these jobs in like New York and LA with the hopes of like, oh yeah, like I'll do uh, whatever comedy stuff in my free time and like I'll be in those big cities. But it's like, then I have to be far from family. I have to basically work my entire life around that and uh, just like getting comfortable with being rejected and just like putting yourself out there and being so emotionally raw all the time. And like, if I stumbled into it, like, I was talking this morning with somebody like maybe I'll do a community show or like I still do stand up. So maybe that will open doors for me. But 
just going the whole classic route of just acting, I I don't think I could put myself through that and like mm-hmm. it would suck. Mm-hmm. I get stressed and upset enough with like my regular nine to five job, like yeah. having it exacerbated to that level. Having having an audience. Like an audience of millions being like having their own opinions on on your job is is yes. stressful. Yeah. yeah, but then I could go on Hot Ones. Yes, <laughs> I was I was because John Mulaney was just on Hot Ones, mm-hmm. and I was watching, and I was like, "Man, I want to be famous famous enough to be the hot be to burn your mouth off." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I could do that, but like, <laughs> well, what if we, we could go have these on like the. 10 pack of hot sauces and like have a fun time. Do you want to do our own like rotten hot ones? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> I have a few of them at home and they're pretty solid. I just yeah, embraced uh, heat in my like, I wouldn't say within the last few years. That's great. Yeah, I didn't realize I that I am like all about it because I mean, I've now, hell, I ate a pickle yesterday and it blew my mind. I like pickles now. Um, I mean, not like amazingly, but I'm wow. like, all right, right context. I know, it's crazy. How spicy. Oh, no, it wasn't spicy. No, but I mean, like, I'm sorry. Let me be clear. Not, sorry. Let me, uh, A to, uh, beta this, apparently. Um, but no, I, uh, I've been, like, taking on, like, avocado was one of the first ones I was like, there's no way I'm ever gonna like an avocado. Someone literally sprinkled salt on it. I'm like, what the fuck? How is this amazing? Really? Um, that's fair, all it did. Avocado does need, like, a little salt. It needs a little salt. Yeah, throw a little salt on there. Uh, did you, throw- you like guac? No, never did. Okay, but now so I do. Yeah, it's just because okay. it was. To be just- fair, there's a lot of bad guac out there. Yes. So, like, in Minneapolis. <laughs> get your homemade guac on and make if, yeah if you if you if your first experience with guac is a bad guac that's yeah. really gonna turn you off because bad guac is real bad same thing with hummus you can really be immediately be like fuck this this is terrible okay <laughs> speaking of hummus yeah fuck people when they have a party and they have dips and stuff they get plain hummus like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gar- garlic <laughs> at least oh, like yeah. roasted red pepper like yeah hummus is fine on its own but like it's just like what are we doing yeah. I I've started to make the um, <laughs> yeah. fucker redo it. <laughs> Get it together, world. I started to make the Zahav hummus for parties, which is a tahini based hummus. And it's really good. It's also all hummus should have tahini, just saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it should. And I've noticed that because now I'll have hummus at places, I'll be like, this is disgusting. I can tell it doesn't have tahini. I can tell it's just chickpeas and, and like, oil. Yeah. That's weird. That's a weird thing for them to do. Yeah, it's like I I don't can't become a hummus snob purely from making the hummus of a, from a, a recipe book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm literally being instructed at home like stop buying hummus from Aldi. Like I can make so much better. Like and that's it's so totally easy legit. to make. Yeah. It's yeah. really easy. Yeah. It's like it's like a 20 second recipe. You're yeah. you're putting you're basically doing a blender. The only time I buy, I, I want to apologize. I do buy plain hummus sometimes, but it's only because I use it as uh, I do grilled cheeses, hummus, avocado, uh, in there as well, and then I don't that's know. what plain hummus is for. Exactly, plain it's hummus more is just for a spread. It's like a convert. It's just, like just to add a, a little yeah. bit of extra protein. Yeah. yeah, I mean the one I do to get I the red pepper that. though, I do take some of the mid and throw that in there for sure and get that. But uh, I don't know why, but that was like something that has just become. Actually, no, I stopped. Um, I still eat like meat when I go out randomly when I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to think too hard when I go like uh, get a sandwich somewhere because it becomes mm-hmm. incredibly hard not to eat meat. And like um, a vegetarian sandwich option is usually like, hey, we have the wettest vegetables possible. <laughs> I, just what I want is just someone to like pick up a cucumber and just have it drizzle a little over my body. Yeah, that's what I want. Um, I just like it when it's wet when you wiggle it and it just like yeah, 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 yeah. gets in your, like, your neighbor's yeah, 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 face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it's just uh, because I just kind of instinctively stopped eating meat at home or stopped purchasing it. I think it was just one day just wiggling deli meat just felt weird to me. Um, I just, now I can 
not think about it when somebody else prepares it for me, but uh, yeah. See, because I, I feel like the route is usually somebody is just like, I'm really grossed out, like, handling raw chicken or fish or something. But yeah. it's interesting that, like, wow. pre-cooked cured meat. Like, I get it, because yeah. it's so far removed that you're like, how is this an animal? Yeah, I, it was weird that the far removed thing is what made me uncomfortable. It's like that, and, I mean, granted, well, that's not that far removed at all. But just like, recently, I uh, just switched to not drinking milk. I just, whatever, I'm rocking just good old almond milk if in the right context or whatever. Yeah. But um, it's just one day, it just hit me. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is kind of weird. Like... But at the same time, is it really any weirder than the fact that I'm eating eggs or whatever? Like, it's just weird when I try to think about where to draw the line. But I'm just like, so at one point, we said, I'm going to take that from another human or another animal. I'm going to drink that liquid. That's going to be in my, like, cinnamon toast crunch. And now we're here. Okay, <laughs> so that's actually going to be my next question. Like, do you just drink milk? No, no, no. But I used to. I was that kid who was like, I got a chocolate milk every single elementary school day. But that's not. Uh, no, no, no. But yeah. I mean, like, an that's adult chocolate. that, like, no, has a no, glass. No, 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 no. Big, big milk taught us that we were supposed to drink a lot of milk yeah, as children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, we don't, we're not. We don't have to drink that. Once much. in a blue moon, no. if I'm just like, my mouth feels like, if I'm like, oh, I ate a little bit too much sugar, so like my teeth feel weird, I'll like have a small glass of milk and that kind of like resets it. Because of me. base? I do that. <laughs> well, no, because like it's just like, it, it does have a lot of calcium and yeah. just like having something clean and fresh like that. Sure. I do that with uh, when I have peanut butter because it like. Oh, of course. Because peanut butter and milk. Mm. Oh, it's perfect. Like, that's honestly the only time I have milk is in that context or like with cereal, which I haven't had cereal in a little while. I told you today in the car that I did not like Reese's cups. Yes. I lied to you. I like them dipped in milk. What? I told what? somebody I did not like Reese's <laughs> I don't know what's up. I know it's fucking weird, but yeah, I, I've always been like, I don't like cups because they're too rich. There's just too much responsibility for like one cup for some reason. Um, I know it's kind of weird. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know, it's fine. I've never really liked peanut butter and chocolate. The point where someone's like, you want funny bone cake? I'm like, I'm going to fucking knock your funny bone out. Like, get that away from me. It's like, I used to be really anti- I've never heard of funny bone, funny bone I, cake. I, okay, great. Because I had no idea what it was. And I was like, well, Ross seems to know what's going on here. <laughs> I might be giving a special shout out to literally the name of a cake that someone made at a very specific restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and it may not be known I'm gonna, worldwide. I'm Google it yeah, real quick. Look up a no, funny like, bone I'm, cake. I'm, like, I'm not trying, because it's funny, because like we talked, I, we talked like a half an hour ago about like not judging people for like not liking a show or movie. Yeah. But, but you fucking don't like Reese's right now. No, weird no I guess I want to understand yeah. about peanut butter and chocolate. Because I do I do concede to Reese's have gotten worse. Like the the ratio is off or something about it does not taste as good as it used to. Yeah. So I will give I will give you that. They haven't fucked up the PCs. I fucking love the PCs. Always it's just the right ratio. I, it's good to go for me. I think there might be something with uh, it might be like becoming an adult type of thing where having milk chocolate tastes more vomiting oh. to us because we've now have a more evolved. Yeah. Because we usually have uh, like a, a dark chocolate thing at our house. So that that's a good point. Yeah. But dark our... milk chocolate, uh, it which it even has like an uh, there's like an element to it that uh, it's is, like a milk protein or something that, that tastes kind of vomity and when you're a yeah. child you're like delicious but when you're an adult it's uh, kids it's love well, kids drink a lot of their own vomit because yeah. they're running around they're not eating right and hydrating the other day I tried a whatchamacallit bar it was uh, great really? yeah I used to love whatchamacallit bar. I, I love like crispy toffee mm. uh, uh, candy bars oh fuck we were just talking about cowtails yesterday, and now I'm just thinking, I want just want copious amounts of candy right now. Um, I love I love I love a good cowtail because yeah. there is something about like there the, is a cool. lot of chocolate within a few feet of where we're sitting. So when this podcast is over, we can have a little yeah. candy bash. No, I think that's a good idea. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to end the podcast. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, we're good. Um, we can do final notes in a few minutes. We're at uh, an hour, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how that happened. That's what happened when we were on your podcast. I was yeah. so nervous that an hour passed, uh, and I was like, oh, I don't have any of my own opinions. These are just gyms. I, was, I only have so much time left. What are my thoughts? <laughs> I was also so nervous, like, five, ten minutes ago. I was like, is this episode not good? Because, like, it, it's not as silly as... I feel You're talking like about this episode that we're currently in? Are we yeah. meta? Okay. Let's, I feel like we're yeah. usually... <laughs> I feel like we're usually a lot sillier and, like, doing, like, puns and bits. But, like, I've, I've enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, yeah. it's definitely not what I expect. Like, I'm sure right when we turn off the microphone, it'll be, like... Yeah. So, like, a gooby gooby too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there might be a... I know, personally, I'm... I'm <laughs> my ear is so clogged right now, yeah. I can't hear anything out of my right ear, which uh-huh. I don't know why I'm sitting to <laughs> both of your lefts. <laughs> but when I get in that, I do become a very, like, uh, like more reserved person because I'm, I can't, I physically cannot hear what people are saying. And I have mm. to be like, all right, I have to concentrate on what everyone's saying. I can't just, like, extrapolate what's going sure. on. Sure. And I yes-hand his energy. And if anyone's actually an active listener, they'll realize that. Like, if Jim is down, I'm usually a little bit down. Yeah. And, like, not, like, which is fine. I'm usually, like, way too fucking up in the first place, so it works out. Well, I mean, Jim did his six best. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> but also, I was going to say, I think this is more of a testament to the fact that, you know, this is a growing friendship. I don't need to be funny around you all the time, and I think that's actually why. Um, yeah, and that's you know, true. it's different than, like, because usually when the three of us are recording together, it is on Zoom, so it's it's literally like, okay, time to, like, turn on. Yeah. Yeah, and we, yeah, we we also came from the movie together, like, we've been hanging out five right, hours. Least, yeah. yeah. There, there's, yeah, there's also a little bit, uh, I think it, I think it also speaks to what Kai just said, of, like, our friendship is when we do go on Zoom, we are kind of, like, alright, I'm on Zoom, I'm ready to go, yeah. I'm recording a podcast, whereas now, right now, we're all in the same room. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, I just hang out with my friends. And like, mm-hmm. I, I did turn on a little bit for the podcast because oh, like, I before that, that, I was just kind of like wandering around and being like, what's over here? <laughs> uh, feel free to get at me at rottentreasurepodcast at gmail.com when you felt the transition from, oh crap, oh my god, we're on a podcast, uh, energy shift. I'd say about minute 15. And I'm trying to be like, not trying to get all of you into your own heads, but I think that this is kind of, I'm on a road trip right now, folks who are listening. Uh, this is happening where I'm seeing people that I haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you remember this when you go see like an old friend, you kind of just have like that first day be kind of like a, it's not necessarily, I, I make sure not to have friends that I have like how's the weather conversations, but there's still that like buffer transition of kind of just like, oh shit, how do we just get to, how do we get in it? Yeah. And like, what, <laughs> what, do, what do we focus on? Like, we haven't seen each other in a while. Like, what's the thing that we like? Yeah. What's the necessary like top level item? I actually think my favorite thing is, uh, that's why I've been doing like the pow wow and chow. Like what's a big hit in your life? What's been like a, a wow in your life? Uh, and like a chow. It might bl- what's a chow? Okay. So pow wow and chow. Food. Folks, I know I'm saying pow, oh. I'm saying pow wow right now, but no, it's not what you're thinking. Um, so pow, comic book, you know, something bad that happened to you. Wow. Yeah. Something was good. And the chow, something you've eaten. I use it selfishly a lot to find out local cuisine in like a city I'm living in. I really like yeah. that. I'm going to steal that it's good i like it as an opener for it works um you know we do it uh, at the beginning of my uh, improv uh, practices so it's mm-hmm. really good to get a gauge you know you don't see each other for a whole week and we've been really honest over the winter i think it's actually made us closer by just admitting our pals um because if you're about to do some funny improv i, I know it might seem weird to be like i don't know hey for me i came in and my grandma passed away and the fact that i could actually be like hey my grandma just passed away so just like yeah keep that in mind let's not maybe do any like death scenes i don't have to say it but i like we're just being honest with where we're at yeah uh, it, it helps us get a little bit more centered. I on the way over to here, I had said to Kai, I was like, I sh- I showed up to the theater and immediately 
forgot how to act around Ross. Mm -hmm. I was like, I, you, you like came out of the theater. I was just like, wait, how do I like talk to him? Oh, a, I thought a we were friend doing, of mine. I thought we were doing a bit because like we saw each other and then like I made a weird face and inched in like a funny walk over yeah. to you. Yeah, well that's fine. Like okay. that's that's yeah. the that's like the energy I've normally. And then you came and stood next to me and I was like, oh, what do I say right now? I want to say that was a four second. That was four seconds. Okay. Because I feel yeah. like I walked up, <laughs> we said hello and hugged, and then, Kai, you got something out of your car, and then we all said hi. Did, did we yeah. hug? I actually had to think about that was in the theater. I think we hugged. Right? Because I've been so scattered and all over that I'm not right sure. Now? Yeah, can I, can I give you a hug <laughs> on the podcast? Okay, great. Hold on. Real quick. Uh, I'll take over for yeah, the podcast for a second. No, it's just like, it's one of those things where I'm just like, it's really oh, good to see you. that was nice. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm getting better at hugs. I'm trying not to be the person to like... I'm trying not to be the hugger who, like, holds you hostage and says, you know you're getting more. But oh, I'm yeah. trying to give, like, okay, I hope that the message came through telepathically, which is like, hello, yes, it's really, like, I don't know, gen hugs it's, can be genuine when you're just very like... crisp hug. Thank you. But, like, I don't know, I came from a lot of uh, people who didn't want to hug, except for my, my grandfather, for whatever reason, was, like, notoriously known for, like, his kick-ass hugs. Um, Notorious H-U-G. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it was. At the family tree, you go one generation down and everyone's side hugs and fucking terrible at it and like doesn't oh, know what no. to do. But I and I guess I skipped a generation because hugs have kind of always mattered to me. Because, um, yeah, it's a, you're pausing for a moment together. That's what you're yeah, doing. I, yeah. I was recently at a funeral uh, with some people that I, I didn't know too well. They're kind of like my dad's cousins. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, they are my dad's age, which means they're in their 60s, and so they're, like, older men. And so, like, you kind of go in being like, oh, I'm going to hug you because you just lost your mom. Right. But they all, like, stick their hands out to, yeah. like, stop mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. But one of them did go in for the hug because he, like, stuck his hand out, and I was like, I'm so sorry. And then he, like, leaned in for the hug, and I was oh. like, I was like, oh, I know you need this. Like, God, but remember early pandemic, everybody was so excited that we were done with handshakes. Mm. Mm. No, they're still here. Yeah. They're still here. I actually, I rec this is something I've been doing. It's fine. I've been doing since the Philly Trans Wellness Conference because I know a lot of people, uh, especially my queerdos, uh, like crossover that go into, well, that are in that space. Just turns out uh, people like a non-body contact option. So I learned that it was like a handshake, a hug, or a curtsy as kind of like a goodbye. Um, and I really like that because like, say you got, even for your first date, I've literally used this on a first date at the end because they're just like, first off, one, they get to find out how weird I am because I am. But having that curtsy is kind of like a, we, we had that weird goodbye that just creates like a, hey, we've never met before. I know we just talked in this coffee shop for an hour and a half, but do you want to put your body against mine for like a second? It's kind of like a weird transition. So yeah. Yeah. now if I whenever I say goodbye to like an acquaintance of someone I'm meeting for the first time, like whatever, a partner of a partner or a friend of a friend that came to the show kind of deal, I usually offer the like handshake, hug or curtsy. And I love the people that are saying curtsies because they're like, one, I don't never have an opportunity to do this. Uh, and I never get handshakes. Uh, but when I do, I almost feel a little bit insulted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, there's there's something about, oh, don't let me lose it. Um, no, there's something about, uh, I, I've offered in situations like I'm talking about where like they're normally the side huggers to be like, uh, I can give you a handshake or a hug, but I warn you, my hugs are phenomenal. And just kind of adding a level of intrigue to it and like a silliness to the fact that I make it a hug is like that quick opportunity where even this, you know, like the hardest, hardest person could be like, I could be a softie for this weirdo and give him a hug real quick. And it's kind of worked a few times. I get that at like my uncles. Um, yeah, that's when they'll, they'll show their emotions. I pretty much always hug. My, yeah. my energy is just like, he's a hugger. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, yeah, I embraced hugs. Uh, I embraced hugs a couple of years back where I was just like, I want to, there was a time where I was like, I want to let people know that I care about them. And there was something about hugging people that was like, hey, just so you know, 
I do care about you, and like this is a this is a small way of Ooh. showing I care. Yeah. Ross, do you mind if I put another hug on the podcast real quick? Yeah, okay, sure. Jim, can I get a hug? Oh, yeah, so sure. when Jim and I when we I, we I can't get up, out of yeah. seat. so they are currently <laughs> getting up to hug. Yeah, okay. well, when we met each other years ago, we did this, and then we just added this to it, and oh, no one knows cute. what that is. But yeah, they, um, if you could, they they hugged and then. They grabbed each other's hands and kind of like squeezed, like not a, not a sorority girl thing, but just like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> an enthusiastic. I, I see you eye to eye contact and shake hand well, together. Yeah, there was a there's a specific joke that we made very early on that has gone to time now, and I have no idea what I. Oh fuck! I, I don't know what it, it's literally been like. Would you wanna? You would, would you wanna dial dial destiny? <laughs> No, it's yeah. Well, if I wanted to dial a destiny, I would go back to Archimedes. <laughs> I like that one scene where they're just like, "Oh my god, Archimedes loved water displacement. He was fascinated." That was his thing. Yeah. So much, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I mean, that is his big Splash. thing." I actually Splash. imagined him in a bathtub, but I don't know why. But I imagined him. That was the thing because it was, it was like a great king wanted to know if the crown that he had was real gold yeah. and. That's how they did it. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, but I mean like tub time, like little baby Archimedes. No, no, no. <laughs> he was in okay. the tub. Did I write this movie? <laughs> Archimedes. I wrote Archimedes. Okay, cool. The true story of Archimedes was him in his bathtub with the crown and uh, figuring out that displacement was a thing, and then he, he screamed, Eureka. Is this a fair time to admit that I'm a time traveler? <laughs> Yeah, that's why I can't remember I, my childhood. I was confused when he said Eureka. I was like, did he say, would he have said Eureka? He, yeah, he was. He the, he's the one who made it famous. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought it was the castle. No, that's Eureka's castle. Okay, got it. Which is named after the thing Archimedes said. I'm gonna put it. I'm I, gonna put it out there. Uh, Archimedes came before Eureka's castle. You want that like like, like legally yeah, documented? Legal, <laughs> but did Archimedes come before Howl's moving? Oh <laughs> uh, well, that's Japanese, so their timelines a little mm. different. Uh, I do want to ask you a question and then we probably should do final notes because I want to make sure we get uh, to Noah's show show. That's right, folks. Uh, if you haven't, go back and listen to Noah promote his Noah's show show on Land Before Time 5 episode uh, that we're actually going to go to. Uh, but I do want to ask, have you thought about what you would do if you can go back in time? I don't know if I would. Cause, yeah, that's a good answer. You know, like, <laughs> well, you know, it sounds lame and fake, Uh because I'm like, you know, I've had a lot of fuck-ups and things that I regret, but at the same time, you grow from them, and that's important. Yeah. And if you go back and change a fatal mistake, how does that affect you going back? Like, I right. like, um, I think that the movie uh, Dial of Destiny, similarly with uh, Back to the Future, where it kind of plays that time travel is predestination, that, like, we have free will, but if you go back in time, like, time has set. Right. So, like, he, you're... He says it. He says you've always. I think it's Archimedes right. said. Yeah, like, I don't belong here, here, but it's like you've always been here or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you time is come back in time. It's been circling back. Like it's just a big loop. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's a uh, it's a Terminator thing where there's uh, predestination. Okay. Like, there's no. Uh, there's only one timeline, and you've always gone back, so you can't go back and kill your grandfather. Yeah. Because. That would prevent you'll you from kill him and be future. like, "Oh, you weren't actually." Right. And once again, right. we're back to Futurama. He's your own grandpa. Like, it, there's just certain shit like that yeah. with time travel that's just like, okay, otherwise yeah. it's just so mind fucky that you don't know. Yeah, so yeah. The idea I, I don't think I, I wouldn't go back in time because also like I would get panicky about like, oh, did I change something? Like I've seen yeah. way too many 
sci-fi shows where that happens. Sure, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, that affects mine. Because I was like, oh, there's two ways to answer this. There's like the answer, if you took everything that was like morally like for everything else and everyone else off the table, but you kind of got to just change something about your own life. That's what like I did with like a side thought when I asked you that question. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'd probably like go. And this is just speaking to this weird empathy thing I'm learning about my brain. I've always been like, I wish I could like talk my bullies into like telling them the things that they get to hear to like not be a bully. Mm-hmm. Um so I was like, oh, I go back. a failure. No, I, I was like, oh, I'll just go back and like, I don't know, finger paint with my grandpa more. Like, I don't know, like what, what could have actually, but you're I right. I that's could, the way to do it. It's kind of like, let me re-experience something. That's like, yeah. a, I don't like to play our town, but like part of it is like, she's a ghost and she likes is watching her family in a very mundane activity. Mm-hmm. And she's so overcome with emotion because she's like, we don't realize it at the time. Yeah. 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 I, I mean. My answer would have been, I wouldn't, like, do anything. Bloody time. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do anything. I would just go back and observe a time period. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to, like, experience anything. I just would be like, oh, so this is what 1975 was like. I'll write, I'm going to write spoiler and big bold for this episode because I really don't want to ruin this for anybody. But is that, like, so when you, when we had the option here with, um, you know, Indiana Jones wanting to stay in the past and just die, um, did you want that? No, because I, like, I knew that that didn't make sense for him. Because, yeah, like, if he stays in the past, then he doesn't exist in the future. Like, it was a whole confusing thing. He would would exist in the future. It's just he he wouldn't exist from that point on. Right. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Um, But, yeah, I I didn't think it made sense. But I think it also, time travel was a very smart device for this movie. Mm -hmm. Like, to have... Better than aliens. <laughs> to have, like, yeah, to have like possibly the last movie <laughs> interdimensional beings. Sorry, the like, like the last version of this character. Yeah, uh, and to have it be like this meditation on going and changing your past, um, and you can't do that. And um, there's an interesting line that the villain Matt Mickelson said, where once they're about to fly through the wormhole to the past, he says. Yesterday belongs to us, or yeah. yesterday belongs to me, which is first off like a riff on the cabaret song "Tomorrow Belongs to Me," oh. where it's like a rallying cry for the Nazis. But it's also like time, yeah, time is rigid, and yes, yesterday belonged to you, but like the future is uh, not Nazi free, mm. but uh, not as powerful, and not like that, Nazi. like your <laughs> empire has fallen, like. The Nazis, hopefully someday, it'll, they will be similar to Osmandius. Uh, for right now, they're destroying the, my own home city. Um, yeah, they're everywhere. And they suck. Um, at least I'm, yeah, it's just, nope. We're going to, nope, get it through sad. My dad has just been blown up about how my city's going to shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Turns out, they're here. They've always been here. At least my parents were like, they're, it's crazy. It's on the news. I'm like, yeah, it's been in the regular they're world here, forever. They're not queer. <laughs> yeah, they're not, <laughs> they're not explicitly it. not queer. <laughs> no, I, um, uh, uh, time travel. Hold on. I had that thought. Oh, um, I think you're making me realize that I don't want to mess with anything and, uh, not to get like, what do you know? I was going to say not to get too real. I get real on this fucking podcast all the time. I've been going through so much stuff recently. Yay. Growing. Um, but realizing that like, I keep like, oh, like with, with like the grief of time when you're like, oh, those are times where I could have been kinder to myself. I could have been kinder to other people. The, that pain is right. so raw right. and mm-hmm. so frustrating. But we wouldn't have the perspectives, like the perspectives we have. Maybe we wouldn't actually be as good friends good as friends. I know it sucks because I think about like, oh, I developed like a good moral compass at this point and I like where it's at. But like that also came on the backbone of some like things that went badly for other people around me. Mm -hmm. So I I, like, as much as I'm always like, oh, I don't want to change the past because I wouldn't 
be who I am. I wouldn't have the love in my life. Yeah. I know that that comes with twists and turns that didn't just hurt me. And yes. that's the thing that's really hard. So when I think about like, oh, well, would I change the past? I have to realize that involves leaving a lot of other painful experiences for other people too. I kind of think of it as a little bit of a, almost like, um, there's a thing where like tattoos, where people will get a tattoo and then like a parent's thing is always like, oh, you're going to regret that someday. You're not going to like that band in 10 years time. Fucking uh, effects is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying I'm not going to wake up one day and really want to listen to Hoobastank? <laughs> but... We should eat I, chocolate and listen to Hoobastank. <laughs> <laughs> but the way I think of it is, like, that shouldn't really be, like, like, oh, Hoobastank's going to be a constant in my life. It's more like I got this in commemoration of the time that Hoobastank was an important yeah, part of and it's life. still And it always will have that place. Like, I famously love the Muppets. But, like, I haven't sat down really to, like, watch that entire new Muppet series on Disney+. Plus Because, like, I don't have the energy. I'm like, I don't know if that's really pulling me. Like, yeah. it will always mean so much to me. And, like, hopefully there's another movie soon and I will I will enjoy that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. like, And, oh, I also have a Muppet tattoo, which is why I brought it up. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I still will look at it and be like, yeah, that uh, the concept means a lot to me. And it will always have a place. So think, get a tattoo. I, I think you're actually talking to why I want to convince Jim to get a tattoo, but I know it's a really bold thing to do. But um, I'm, get, I'm planning on getting another one, hopefully. I told you the t- matching tattoos time. I want to do for us, right? What are... So, you want uh, rotten so, and then you get treasure? No, that's too much. No, I want the host and the other host. No, uh, it's actually... So, the Muppets oh, okay. was, a, it was a run that we did, right? This podcast is supposed to be silly, but to me, it's meant so much more. So, it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you were looking for when you were like, hey, Kai, you want to do a podcast about, you know, franchises, uh, you know, for, I guess, three years and then plus, keep going? Oh, I just want to hang out with my friend. That's a good reason to do a podcast. Um, oh, Jim, a better reason to do a podcast is so you have someone to remind you what's going on with your life. What was I just saying? Uh, you're talking about Tattoo yeah, so my tattoo idea... So, okay, so here we are, this silly podcast, blah, blah, blah. We get to the Muppets, which we were waiting for forever, so thank you for coming on for that. Uh, Kelso, who kicked us off with that fantastic high for the beginning of the episode, uh, came on for the first one, and I almost died in a tornado. So, so many experiences happened during that, like, run, and I had really only watched, like... like Kelso's episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kelso's episode that I had to leave for, uh, at the end of the episode because there was a tornado warning, and I was told to go to the basement. Um, life happens. But uh, I, the Muppets wasn't something that meant anything to me like really it was like the christmas carol was cool and that was about it for me growing up but uh not in that it's a great movie but from the second one um i really have been loving this bit that kermit and, and um uh Fozzie are twins and jim and i both have discovered through doing that run that we both wish we were gonzos like in our hearts we wish that we were gonzos but yeah. we're not and we know we're not and i know i'm Fozzie bear and you're probably you keep saying rizzo i can call him rolf uh rolf that's what it is yeah. and i know that i'm scooter Go get it. <laughs> so, but regardless of the, the who you are, I know I'm Fozzie, but I kind of want to get a Fozzie Bear tattoo, and I want Jim to get a Kermit tattoo, so we have matching tattoos, because in uh, Muppets Manhattan, yeah. they're yeah. twins. And I think it's really stupid, yeah. but also kind of delightful. The very inside joke of that one movie. Right. Uh, yeah. So if you think this is a good idea, uh, I'll put a poll out with this episode on our Instagram. <laughs> you can yes or no it. And if it actually gets anywhere above, what, 70%, we'll do it? Yeah, something like that. Okay, great. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> um, cool. Good Let's- thing we have four uh, people on Patreon. So that means that if one of them, uh, if oh, if two of them don't vote, uh, yeah. that, I just don't have the tattoo. That's it. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> well, I'm one of them. So I'm definitely going to vote. Oh, yeah. crap. <laughs> and I would imagine and two of them are Mike Savinsky. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, first off, fake a Count is totally a real person. <laughs> um, anybody got any final notes on this film? I I just feel good afterward. Like I, I did too. Yeah. I was 
going in, not expecting to feel, like, cynical, but I was like, the you know, Indiana Jones 4, I haven't revisited it, but, like, it was a real fumble, and, it like, was. Yeah. who was asking for Indiana Jones 5, and, like, I'm getting so tired of, like, all of these reboots and, like, legacy things, yeah. but it's kind of like the Scream movies, like, the people that work on Indiana Jones, like, they get it. Like, I was surprised at the end that it wasn't directed by Spielberg because, like, Me too. Yeah. the style was really on point. Yeah. The style was very, also, modern Spielberg. Yeah. Like, it it felt, it did have the same feeling of the Fablemans, uh, like, how that how that's directed it. It's directed. You know how a band can make an album that isn't, it's totally different, but it still pays respect to the energy of the first, or the other yes. album? Right. It, like, basically, the opposite of what happened with The Killers. Um it, it, it did that for me, it, which was, um, I knew I wasn't being resold and it wasn't just like, haha, remember when we did this like too much? It was the right amount of kind of just like, here's the energy of the, of what you love about this. Yeah. But without being too much like, Hey, you're stupid. Let me throw it in your face. Like <laughs> it, it, it felt very much like what I want it to be, where it doesn't need to be like this big grand thing where they're trying to copy it. So it's like, it's just another adventure in Indiana Jones's life. And it's, it's another meaningful part of his life yeah. where he experiences aging. That was the part. So did they fuck with time or not? So all they no. did was they just told, they just, they just came back and said, Hey, basically like, what did they, what conversation did they have? Say, Hey Marion, um, I know you're uh, estranged from your ex-husband and everything, but he got shot and went back in time and we would really love if it if you guys got back together. It, it's Marion because like yeah. she saw she, the Ark of the she Covenant. She saw God. So she yeah. said, what, I'll go to the store and get some eggs and come back and everything's fine? Like, it was and a, ice cream. And ice cream, Oh, sorry. also, I love the kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was great. Yeah. He was He was just enough, like, short round. Or they, yeah. they, like, we need a kid energy because we they, we, they need to have him have, like, a kind like, of an angsty, I like kids around, I guess, energy. Um, yeah. So they brought that. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I mean, I, the fact that he was like quick hand and stealing shit, I love, honestly, any, I love slot of hand shit. I will love that in every single movie ever. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I truly, the, the, the de-aging didn't really work for me, but other than that, uh, as somebody who isn't a diehard Indiana Jones person, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't consider my, myself a diehard Indiana Jones person, but I do really like it. Mm. And it captured the feeling of how I feel watching the first and the third one. I like, bet it's gonna piss so off diehard fans. I so, maybe, yeah. so maybe that feeling that we had in the where I had in the theater of like are Jim and Kai liking it. It was like you very much were, and you were just paying attention because yeah. I was like, oh I yeah, could I whisper. I could whisper a joke right here, but like I'm kind of invested in the movie. No, I, you, you heard me mumbling to myself. I think once or twice, right? <laughs> and it was because I was like, this is amazing. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I literally, oh, it's Cyprus. Like I, I was just kind of like, it, I was just in it. I was just in it. I literally wrote down something because I was like, I could say this as a joke, but. I, I don't want to interrupt what's going on right now, so I wrote it down just so that, like, later on I could say it so they could hear what I was going to oh, say. Yeah, what was it? What was it the time? Yeah, this is the moment. What was it? When, it, when Archimedes shows up, uh, I, uh, and he goes, that's him. That's Archimedes. I wanted to be like, no, I'm Hitler. <laughs> and then reveal and pull a mask off. Yeah, 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 yeah. They actually did go back to 1939. Oh, my God. That's how they kick it off? No. Yeah. I... I it would it would have made more sense in the moment to say, but I was like, I just really I, like what's going on. I could have sworn that they were going to do a thing where the plane crashes and it like crashes into the Parthenon and like that's why it's super crumbled. Oh, fun! Oh, I'm so glad they didn't. I'm I'm very glad they didn't too because I think that that's I that shit gets so old with time travel stuff. But mm-hmm. I was like, they're fucking doing that. Oh, yeah, they knock off the nose of the Sphinx. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, but also, what happened to that plane? Right. 
Oh, right. And what, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, this is a way that uh, uh, of them of me saying that they didn't change the past because when they go to Archimedes' tomb, it has the uh, the propeller. It has the propellers, and that's where I got and the watch. Like I realized that that's how I got that watch. And also in Italy, I think it was. They went to Italy, right? Yeah, yeah. In Italy, uh, they show the puppet show, and there's dragons fighting off. Oh, that's, shit. that's the oral history of, of that of that happening. You missed that. Yeah, yeah that's that's good. why they all that's kept really saying. And I didn't go to the bathroom, but I, uh, that's great that I yeah. missed that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think it's also like you could tell with this movie that it was carefully crafted. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of really good payoffs. Like, I saw Jaws last night, and uh, you know Spielberg. It's a similar thing of like everything is pretty nicely set up. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels all all organic and very carefully plotted and put together. I, I don't think he would have said yes unless, like, especially after probably feeling relatively shitty about the last one, I don't think he would have said yes unless it was For actually sure. good. That's just why I was like, oh, this would probably be at least decent. We talked about this in the in the first one with Scott Campbell, mm-hmm. where we talked about in the first one, there are a lot of things that don't quite make sense. There are a lot of things that, like, don't really add up, and if you think about it, like, there's the whole thing about, like, if you think about it, if you took Indiana Jones out, those story would be literally exactly the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's But, like, that's not the point. The point is the movie was, like, just there to be entertaining, and you don't really have to think too much about it. Mm. That's kind of where, like, that's why I get annoyed with, like, nitpicking in things, because, like, you don't really need to nitpick things. It just goes and it's fine. And this movie was kind of the same, where it's like, I'm sure if you, like, thought for for a second, there's a lot of things that don't add up, but I don't care. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. The and feeling I that I had it. in the theater watching it, I was like, yeah, this feels this feels good. Exactly. That's what I that's what I want out of a movie. I just want to feel good. It doesn't need to make sense. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we're us because honestly, I, I wouldn't deny if any if any of our 25 to 30 listeners, let's hope by then um, this comes out that that's the case. Uh, if you genuinely are like a diehard Indiana Jones fans, let us know if you hate this film because I'm really curious if like people who are diehard diehard yeah diehard diehard. Um, uh, let us know that you were like actively like that's how that works cause... I looked online and everyone said it was kind of average and like I'd say it's better than average but like it's not it's definitely not a bad movie no. I liked it I liked it a lot had a lot of fun agreed yeah I think that's it you I think that's it. You do a podcast? Yeah, I don't know. I actually haven't watched a good movie in a while, so I don't actually know what to do when like something actually was enjoyable <laughs> for me. I, I, like, I, I think what, what I don't even we did the fact that we've been doing Land Before Time, uh, and it's been so painful. I don't remember what we did beforehand. Like, I blacked that out. Um. Oh, what did? Oh, watch. wasn't it? Didn't you do did, the Back to the Future? Did we do that right before we this? Did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Good. Yeah, and that's that was good. absolutely fantastic. And, and here we are trudging our way through. Uh, I don't know when this is going to come out, so you just you let us know how you're surviving with whatever the fuck we just watched, uh, and we'll be back uh, next week with also who the fuck knows um, with someone. Uh, Jim and I will be back, and probably who knows, Ross, you want to just come on for whatever we have? Yeah, sure, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, everybody, uh, thank you for listening to our first live show. Um, can we can we just end it with a hug, everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. let's just do like a hug each other. All right, bye, everybody. And, uh, <laughs> you have to commit. <laughs> Yeah. Extra nice. Okay. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't hit the stop button. Uh, it's the other host here with a quick request to take a few moments to go and give us a five star or a four star. If we, you think we deserve a four star, that's cool. Uh, just the honesty, a little bit of love and feedback goes a long way. And if you could tell somebody word of mouth suggestion to give us a listen, I don't know how you're going to explain what we are. Uh, cause we're kind of a podcast that doesn't really talk about movies, but technically is a movie podcast. I don't know. Good luck. Uh, 
Tell them we're great and that we're best friends who love each other. Wasn't this so pure, everyone? Did you just, did you not just hear us hug on a podcast? Ah, that's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of quality content you can't get anywhere else. So, yeah, I think that's it. I, I, I don't know. I love you guys. Like, oh crap. Okay, uh, I'm gonna get real. I really, I appreciate doing this. It's uh, it's been really wonderful to do for. Oh, geez, two and a half years. And anybody who's given me like some feedback about the podcast or given me some love or just told me they still listen, like, that really means a lot. So, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Uh, and thanks for still listening and not hitting the stop button. Uh, actually, if you want to hang tight, uh, we got some nonsensical stuff that we were recording before the episode available here for you. I think I'm going to start putting these at the end of the episode. Uh, Thanks to Kyle's suggestion. Thank you, Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. Uh, Kyle Hanlon, one of our past guests. Definitely go check out his episode as well. Talking to us about, oh, animated Lord of the Rings. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, that's it, folks. I didn't know Here, this was in there. Say a sentence. This, sure. this is my sentence that I'm going to test it on later. Please say a sentence. Uh, this is a sentence that I'm testing on later. Would you like to say a sentence? Uh, my name is Indiana Jones, and I have a temple of doom. Okay, we're not in the podcast. Save it. We <laughs> can save it. <laughs> that is gold. <laughs> All right, and then quick, this is a silence gap. I am recording whenever you would like. Mine is also recording. Beautiful. <clears throat> I'm technically also recording, but that's just because you're recording. But I'm recording as well. Yeah. Great. Oh, uh, Ross, can I get a number uh, zero to anything? Uh, six. Six? Wow, I think you've given that okay. before. Yeah. All right, it would probably lean in. I would suggest giving your six best high. Oh, and got one more clip for you. Uh, we got a call from Kelso right before we started recording. So if you were wondering what that double high situation was about in the beginning of the episode, this is why. Hi. Wait, wait, real quick. Just, just say hi really loud. Hi. Say it one more time. Great. All right. Well, we might use that for the podcast. Um... <laughs> <laughs>